0: This episode of the golf game podcast on the sports game podcast network is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better NBA college basketball and the NHL. They got you covered. So just go to betql.com QL.com promo code SGP 30. That's betql.com QL.com promo code SGP 30 for 30% off. And we're also brought to you by better than Vegas, better than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. com slash BTV. That's com slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is the stock exchange for the sports bets. It allows you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG. And that's legal in 40 states. So sign up at BetterEdge.com from a code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R. Edge.com, promo code SGT. Welcome back, you D Gens. This is Boston Capper with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, to break down the DFS and betting side of the WGC Workday Championship. Steve, are you ready for this one, baby? I am, but it uh I don't think the uh
1: tournament now is uh the main story, unfortunately, no. based on a little story that happened today. And uh Wait. we probably should give a couple of comments on it, right? Yeah, we have we have. Yeah, we absolutely
0: should. I mean, the fact that I have COVID is a huge story. <laughs> yes,
1: that, that is the most significant <laughs> medical news today that uh, uh, we are doing this podcast and uh, my co-host has, uh, has the Rona.
0: Yeah, I popped, I popped positive today. So Steve, don't lean too close to the screen. I don't know if it transmits that way. I yeah, I'm, a, I'm actually
1: wearing a mask.
0: So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So boys, it wasn't the pollen the other night. It's uh, it, it was, it was, it was the COVID, uh, yes. but tiger man. I mean, how crazy was that? Like I, so I, I was in a meeting and then yeah, I, <laughs> uh,
1: I heard my phone blowing up. And I'm like, what what's that? And, really? uh, yeah, the, uh, the golf world exploded with, uh, you know, tiger woods getting in a car accident. Uh, it just, it seems like, I mean, this
0: guy's story, dude, I mean, it just, yeah. That, I mean, I know, but, but let's not, let's not speculate too much, right? Like no, it was, was 7.00 AM. Right. Yeah. And where it is that he was going to meet, um, fuck. He just played with Dwayne Wade and uh, David Spade yesterday. And apparently he was going to play with two other, I can't remember now off the top of my head, uh, the celebrities, he was going to go play with some, like two other athletes um, in the morning, but Holy shit, man, there was no skid max. Uh, it went across. The other lane of traffic, and he was like 500 feet off the road. That is fucking wild. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I only mean, I'm not trying to speculate. it. I'm only saying, like, there's just been so many off the course things. Oh my God. And now you just add this to it. And I mean, it was, I will probably find out eventually what happened. Um, yeah. I, I, I hope it was an accident. But yeah, I mean, he is lucky to be alive.
0: Yeah. He is lucky uh, to
1: be alive. It's, it's a miracle he didn't hit anybody
0: else. I mean, it really he, is cutting across yeah. cut across two lanes of traffic like that, dude. It's fucking. that's that's nuts.
1: Yeah. So I mean, wish him best. Uh, We're yeah. not going to see him for a Ever while again. Ever again. Probably not. No. I, I think. I mean, you know, he was already rehabbing from the back. Now he's he going to have has... multiple
0: compound fractures on his legs.
1: Yep. And so, what is he not going to be doing for the next six, seven months rehabbing that
0: back? It's, it it's going to be yeah. Never mind the legs. The legs are going to take longer than six or seven months.
1: Yeah, you
0: know what so I mean. So like,
1: it's it might be it for him. It's, it yeah, is it's it's
0: fucking. It's crazy. It, it's, yep. so, it's, so it it really makes me appreciate uh, the Masters last year.
1: Oh yeah, I mean when I was watching Sports Center, they showed him hugging uh, Charlie and uh, his yeah. I, I got some of the tingles in the fields guys, Yeah,
0: man. Like I mean, you never. I mean, you know, obviously he's not. Thank God, you know, he's he's alive. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it's weird to have. I, I can't think of anything in my lifetime well, I mean, I was a baby when Len bias died. Right. And then I was before, who's the catcher Munson, right. For the Yankees, like uh, an athlete who was still playing, that was like a a huge name in the sport died. Right. Didn't get a retirement or anything like that. And so it's weird that because lucky that didn't happen, uh, but it's crazy. We're not going to see him again. Yeah.
1: I mean, for me, it's Dale Earnhardt when you hit the wall. Yeah, that was that was not a fun night. When that, I'm a big NASCAR fan, if you guys read my stuff over at Sports Gambling and yeah. yeah, I mean that's basically. I mean, well Dale Earnhardt died. I'm not going to compare that, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. But, but I mean, re- regardless, I mean this was shocking that it happened. Um, you know, as a human, I wish him best. So, like, yeah, I mean that's a dad, gone. man. Right.
0: You know, he's got two. He's got what? He's got two small kids, right?
1: He's got two kids. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously we saw Charlie at the uh, the father son. No. I mean you know, maybe this will be, maybe he can just take a step back and, you know, mentor Charlie now and, you know, just, you know, do that. But uh, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I mean, now this is really going to hang over the tournament. Um, Do you see see that fucking
0: asshole reporter who like blindsided fucking JT?
1: I I didn't see it. I heard that I saw the quotes from JT. I mean, he was broken. We'll talk about JT in a little bit, but I mean, this is, unfortunately, I think is probably going to factor in some gambling angles. Oh, uh, absolutely. there are certain guys who yep. are very good friends with tiger that this probably is going to affect.
0: Well, is it, so it, that's, that's, that's the thing about playing on chase psychiatrist, right? Is it going to affect him negatively or is it going to make them go out and crush the field?
1: I think for some certain guys, it's going to affect him positively and negatively. And we can't say that, but I, I, right. I think also too, like I, I was hoping to get some more hints about how the golf course is going to get played, yeah, and like how they're set up. Not, no, that's <laughs> no, not. It's not, it's absolutely, not mean, absolutely
0: not happening.
1: Yeah, th- there was something that came out yesterday. I shared with the Slack channel that where they talked to Paul Azinger and Gary Koch, and they're both, I guess, members of concessions. So they talked about the golf course and they say, "Listen, it's it's a very hard golf course for mere mortals, but you know, I mean, for some of these guys, it it can be it can be had." and I, I kind of take a little bit of issue with Paul Azinger said because he kind of seemed very cavalier when he said, "Oh, well, yeah. if you just carry it 310 off the tee, you're fine." Well, like two players can do that, <laughs> like <Right>. like <laughs> actually carry it 310 in the air, <laughs> the air. <laughs> at at 50 feet of elevation. It's not like they're playing in Mexico where right. everybody can do it. So, you know, I, I I think he made it sound a little easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. So right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Gary Koch put it a little better that um, I don't think it doesn't sound like they're going to really push the limit to this thing. Uh, it sounds like they're going to slow it down. They're going to have a little easier pin positions. I still think the greens are going to play pretty fast. Okay. So are they going to play fast, like Murfield village? Probably not. I mean, that's 14. centimeter. meter is going to play like Bay Hill or quail hollow. That's more like 12 and a half 13. Yeah, I think it will. And you know, it's not going to be all that windy the first couple of days that might give them an opportunity to maybe keep the green speeds a little, a little faster. Now on, on the weekend, it's going to get a little windier. So then maybe they gotta be a little careful with the greens and where they put the pin position to make sure it doesn't get you crazy. But I mean, I, I'm still, and we'll talk about about a couple of guys who usually do well on Bermuda golf courses that maybe might not do well here considering like where they're going to be up against. But you know, overall, I, th- I think my stance hasn't really changed all that much. Um, you know, I, I, I think the only thing to talk about and maybe speculate on is, is, is does this favor? a short hitter or a long hitter, uh, in your opinion, what do you think?
0: So, so I mean, I feel like distance always gives you an advantage, especially on a long tough golf course like this. Mm -hmm. So, but he has like, like you said last night, right. And I, and I didn't think about it until you said it like, all right. So if these guys get into trouble or they decide to lay up, like, is it, You know what I mean? Like maybe they're not taking a driver out. It's maybe it's not bomb and wedge. Maybe it's three wood and, you know, whatever, six iron or seven iron. I I mean, looking at this golf
1: course in that you can play it pretty safe around here. The only problem is you're gonna have a longer iron into some of these really small firm greens with crazy undulations. Like, I mean, I could see like I think the good combo is a longer hitter like a John Rahm. Ooh. who hits a lot of 3 woods can hit it like 280 290 you yeah. know maybe 300 if he gets some roll he can keep it kind of in the fairway and then he just hits such a high ball into these greens that he can be able to like get some you know access or like Rory too but like you know i think about like the guys who you can take on this golf course with a driver the problem is and it's kind of a miracle. I, I'm not sure if there was a renovation that Jack did this, but like where some of the bunkers are and where the fairways pinch, it's like right in the landy zone of, of like carrying it like
0: 305-310. So, I think I, I read I read something. Obviously, I have no idea who I read so much crap. I have no idea where it was, but I that was on purpose.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go then. I mean, I know he's made comments. I think at Murfield that he could basically complain that guys were just overpowering golf courses. So, I mean, so, so there is, there are wide fairways short of all the trouble that you can safely land into. Once you go aggressive off the tee, the fairways narrow to about like 25, 30 yards. And then there like, is really no room to miss. Like you have fairway, And then either you have the bunker to the right, or like you'll have a small patch of rough and then either a water hazard or woods. So if you miss big here, you're done. You are either reteeing or you're just dropping it for a penalty stroke and you're going again. So I think, uh, I mean, I do think long hitters do have the advantage because they can play a little better positional golf and still get out there better short hitter. But I think positional golf off the tee is still really important. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, guess like the off the tee, you're going to look for guys who just have good control what? over it. Dude. Like, I, yeah, like I mean like they, like they don't miss huge, you know, and you know, the guys who miss huge, we'll talk yeah. about them. <laughs> uh, I mean, the greens are really small. I know they're going to have safe pin positions, but I think they are still going to be tough to get at. So like, I think a lot of guys are going to be missing greens. So you gotta be able to scramble, especially from where they're going like chipping from, um, you know, recent T to green stats, uh, you know, the correlated golf courses I said, you know, yesterday, like, you know, your Bay Hills, quail hollows, um, you know, Torrey, Augusta Riviera, like all these, like, like the premier golf courses, you know, the tough ones on the PGA tour. And then um, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to try and Figure out what distance these guys are be hitting from because I just right. we don't know and I we have no that, idea. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, like I could see like John Rom and DJ take two differently different approaches, but they're both long hitters. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. All right, man. So uh, we have a pretty healthy range. Uh, well, do we want to talk about who looks like chalk and who doesn't look like chalk
1: Yeah, let's let's do that first because you know let's let's run that down before we start talking about players. So. Honestly, like looking at the ownership percentages, everyone over $9,000 has oh, double up the same. Yeah, yeah. And I, the same. I think it's because it's WGC, you know, you want to low up on quality players. And I think everybody's just kind of scattered across the board. So, yep. uh, so I think we should probably just move down to under $9,000. I mean, th- the names I've heard all week are song JM, yep. uh, Joaquin Neiman, Zala uh, Scheffler and Cam Smith have some ownership too. Uh, I think Scheffler pops a little bit on the model, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for Bermuda golf courses. I mean, Cam Smith was great last week with Riviera, tough green complexes this week. Yeah, I think that translates. Same thing with Matthew Fitzpatrick. I think people are just carrying momentum over to here. So, yep. Um, under eight thousand dollars, it's really two guys that pretty much everybody's been saying, and just looking at the projected ownerships is that it's Harris English and Ryan Palmer. Yeah. Um, you know, English by a, a lot. By a lot. Yeah. I mean, English because he's a good putter, good scrambler, you know, he has the mythology of being really good in Bermuda. Palmer is because he played well at Torrey, played well at Mirrorfield Village, played well at PJ National. You know, he's been striking the ball pretty well. You know, we'll see if that holds up. Uh, I think there's some ownership on Ortiz as well, just because he's a good scrambler and putter, that's been kind of been beat over the head a little bit this week. And then Mark Leishman, uh the ball striking stats been pretty good. You know, I gave the comp that these greens like the surrounds are a little bit like Royal Melbourne they're kind of tough to like get up and down from there's some sharp edges that's where like an Australian angle can kind of go here too and then under $7,000 i mean <laughs> Lanto Griffin right now is sitting at like 21% ownership projected <laughs> and Abe, Abe, Abe answer too she's also high. and 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 like it seems like i mean all the PGA Tour guys <laughs> just everybody's rushing to the devil. they know is better than double they don't and yeah, I mean, a lot of them just aren't very good even for this golf course, but just because they see him every week, they're low up popularity. So we're, we'll, I, tra-
0: I, we'll talk, we'll talk about, we'll talk about Lanto because yeah, we'll talk about Lanto Munez is Munez and yeah, it's all the PJ tour guys. Mackenzie Hughes, know. it is. Yeah, yeah, even Woodland's getting some. Oh my God, somewhere. EVR is showing like fucking almost. Yeah, 8%. because
1: because you see him, but all these Euro guys, they don't know them, so that you don't want to use them. I mean, there
0: is a little bit of merit to that, that we'll get to. But yeah, why like don't we I start told, to like I, into like the golf? Yeah, yeah, like I told you, I was like, I'm gonna need some help on these fucking. Years. Okay, let's, let's start taking <laughs> just off. Of that. All right, so uh, like I said, pretty robust uh, over uh, 10k, right? DJ Rom, uh, Xander, JT, Rory, uh, can't lay. Mm, right. Uh, I mean, do, do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? Uh, you, whichever. All right.
1: why, why don't I start? So on paper, they're all great. I mean, just like yeah. last week repair, like it's hard to find holes in anyone, but that blew up in people's faces. I mean, at least this week, it's a no cut event. you don't have to worry about that. So why don't I go through the list and give a negative about everybody? I mean, it's like, there's no point in saying, well, yeah, DJ's great. You know, Ron's great. So
0: I a like negative it. on, on brand
1: too. So a negative on DJ. So like, I mean, like he plays Walt Riviera and Augusta, but like at these other places, like Bay Hill, like Memorial quail, Hollow, he doesn't have that great course I mean, he doesn't play it all that often, but like, I don't know, like some of these big Bermuda golf courses, or like some of the Jack Nicholas courses, he just hasn't been very good at. Um, he's kind of struggling with the putter too. Um, you know, going back, he didn't putt very well at century. He didn't putt very well at the Saudi International, he didn't putt very well last week either. So that's a little bit concerned if you're going to really, you know, faster greens and he doesn't have the best track record on Nicholas courses. I mean, capped off by him hit shooting what, eighty two at uh <laughs> at Beerfield Village last year. So yeah,
0: yeah, I was all over him that yeah. week too.
1: That was fun. Um, Rom, I mean, we've chronicled that the putter has been putter. great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, the shame is like on these fast greens, he actually has one of the better track records in this field, but the putter just isn't really working too good for him. So, I mean, that's a negative. Like with Xander, I mean, obviously, he checks the boxes across the board. Kind of like with DJ, though, like other than like Augusta and Riviera, you know, his track record at some of these other places just aren't very good. I mean, he doesn't play them all the whole lot. So, uh, I mean, it's fine, but it's not like. Anything to really right home about. And on faster greens, he has struggled. So that's a demerit there. Um, I mean, JT, he's just struggling right now. The putter is not really working too good. The ball strike has been a little loose, and he just has so much stuff going on off the course. Yeah. Uh, he also struggles on faster greens. We'll see. Uh, I mean, Rory's probably primed for the bounce back, but he's not scrambling well. He's not putting well. So that's a big red flag here. And then with Caleb, like, honestly, there's really not much to poke at
0: at, we're, I mean What about what about three toys in a row with his back issues? I don't think that's that big of a deal. It's gonna be warm oh, yeah. It's gonna I be was, the upper I, eight. So. It was it was it was a question.
1: That that you know <laughs> that, that that is a legit concern. Um I mean there but there's not really much to poke poke I mean, if you want to poke at anything, I mean I guess it's that. I mean, there would be a little bit of fatigue. Um I don't think his track record on Bermuda is that awesome. So, but that might be it like the other, like the short knocker ones, like some of the bigger ballparks. He's been okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, just yeah, I mean, it's
0: just it, what are you, I mean, I, what are you I, gonna do? We're literally picking at like the top golfers in the world. So, like, if, not I, had be to, watch so if I had
1: to choose three guys, it's Rom, Xander, and Cantlay. I mean, Rom, I, I, I. I think at some point he's going to figure out the putting. They hadn't, at least on paper, the stats, they're not yeah. as bad as what they are. And he owns Jack Nicholas golf courses. I mean, he won a Murphy Village and he finished second in Sherwood. Uh, you know, Sherwood is actually one of the go- the Nicholas courses that a lot of people forget that is actually a Nicholas. Uh, yeah. And that leads me the Cantley. I mean, Cantley won at Sherwood and he also won a Murphy Village. So you got a good Nicholas track record there. I mean, he's a good scrambler, good putter. I mean, he had a bad Sunday, but he played a lot better Riviera than what he showed. Uh, and then I just, I mean, there's some good putting regression for Xander that he could do. He didn't putt very well last week, but he, like, I think that can pick up this week. He just, he's just tough as nails. And I think you need a tough as nails guy to you think finish.
0: Xander is tough
1: as nails. I think he's consistent. and I think he's good for a golf course like this. All right. I, I think you were letting what happened at Phoenix really cloud your job.
0: I didn't like him prior. Because I I didn't think you don't like his name. That's why I don't care about his name. I was uh, a uh, uh, Celtic used to be Xander Xander Xavier. Uh, no, it was Xavier. Never mind. <laughs> uh, nice. But either way, no. I I
1: I, th- I think he's a tough golfer. I mean, I, listen. I, he, I I, he he hasn't won, but I think he's there's a reason why at all these really hard golf courses and like
0: big field events. Like he's always kind of in the this, mix. This isn't a big field event. This is a WGC, WGC. What are you talking, about, du- oh, oh, are you oh, talking oh, about? So I, 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 when I was thinking big, I thought you were talking about like big fields, right? Like whatever it's, it's a shortened no. field, WGC, no cut, no pressure knows he's going to play the I mean. fucking weekend regardless. Like, yeah. I don't know the, uh I just, I don't know. Xander is like the opposite of what I think about when I think about a tough golfer. Really? Like I, I, I really, that's that we, we are definitely on opposing views on that. All right. So then who do you like that? I, so I, I, I like, talked enough. A5, I, so I like Rob, right. Obviously. Um, I wonder what's going to happen with JT. Bad. He was very close to Tiger. Maybe this is the shit that could get him to focus on golf. Cause what win one for the Gipper type shit, right? There's two guys who I really think about with that, and and the next guy is in the next range, and I feel like maybe this is because he's been so wayward and had so much shit going on off the course. Obviously, I play an amateur psychologist. I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. This is a 100 percent speculation, like. But I like. Uh, I, I think he'll focus in and try to and try to do it that way. So I like JT. God. I think he needs a week off. You think so? Yeah,
1: he's going to take a week off at Bay Hill. He's not playing that. He'll play the Players in two weeks. I think he needs a week off. Right. And I, I think this is just some guys just reached their breaking point. Yeah. And between what happened with he was caught in the hot mic, his grandfather now Tiger's in the hospital. He is very close to
0: Tiger. I mean, yeah, he plays all those events close. with him. Yeah you know, their buddies Dude, that, plays, putt, like that putt, when he threw down the putter, and they were like, Oh dude, like what a great moment. Yeah, So
1: I think, he, I, I think he's gonna do whatever it can. I, I mean, I, I like him the least of this range anyways, because I don't like him on hard golf courses. Anymore. Yeah. And, and that, and that goes against
0: a narrative that I've talked about before too. But so I, I'm literally just completely saying that I think this will get him to focus, get him to want to play well and win one for the Gipper. So he can take it and be like, this is for tiger. All
1: right, Look, so all right, so doesn't like Xander. you street. so you don't like Xander. you don't think he's tough, but you like JT because you're calling him
0: tough, even though you are definitely on the record. I have never said tough. I have never said JT is tough. I think this will make him focus and be able to forget the other shit, and he'll be able to focus on golf and not the other shit that's going around. Um, all right, and, I mean, those are the two I like. Like I don't. Particularly not like anybody in this range. Bro, so let, let,
1: getting, let me ask you another question. This is roster construction. Because yeah. it gets pretty ugly once you get under seventy five hundred dollars. And if you go up to get ROM and DJ,
0: back end of your lineup is rough. So yeah, really do is. you really want to do that? Is no. my question. No, probably not. But I mean, so if I'm making three lineups, why not throw one of those three in? But I mean, it's you better you just you have to be lucky.
1: I mean, listen, I had a tough time even making Xander lineups.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it it got, it got up. It's tough. I mean, you're basically punting like you are, you're punting, right? I mean, that's literally what you're doing. You're punting at least one in more reality. You're punting two, And you're trying to get uh, somebody who has a decent scoring history or some Euro, you know, nothing about. um, And you're like, eh, sure. This guy sounds good. Because <laughs> he comes from a country you like, or you like the name. So exactly. All right. I, I I think we beat this range up while we move on to the next one. All right. So nine k range, pretty big, right? You got uh, Bryson, tough t- 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 five Tony, uh, my boy Hatton, Brooksy, Hovland, Berger, Reed, Webb, and Morikawa. Like holy shit! What a nine k range, bro. Like that. It that is an all star lineup right there.
1: I mean, holy shit. Like, well, I, I think you should, I broke down the $10,000 horse. I think you should uh, jump in. Yeah, that's here.
0: fine. That's fine. So I really like Hatton. The only thing that worries me a little bit is the first time being over here in the U S he's fine on Bermuda. I don't really know. I don't know, uh, but I, whatever. He, he, like you said, four out of the last 24 events, he won. Uh, So I really like him. Uh, I like Brooksy too. Um, I know he doesn't have a great history uh, on Bermuda and in Florida really, which is kind of weird, but it's a tough course. It's a long course. It's got all the top talent in the world. This is when he likes to pull out his dick and throw it on the table and say, I'm the best golfer. So these are the type of places that I like him in. I like burger and I really like Reed. That was the other guy I was talking about as far as like tiger goes. Like this is a guy who is a grinder. Like he scrambles really good. If he's far away, if he has to chip, you have his chip on and make a 20 foot putt, then you have a pretty good feeling. He's going to get up and down. Uh, he's a mentally tough golfer. Literally everyone hates him and he still goes out and plays well. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, really the only two that I don't like in this area are, Webb and Maury Callow, that putting is just so bad. Like, I don't know how you go back to him right now. And Webb is, he played great last year. Uh, I know it's a Bermuda cause, but it's super long and his irons haven't been that great um, since the restart. So, okay. I mean, you didn't mention
1: Bryson in that, do you like him or what, what's your take on Bryson?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, that is somebody who I am struggling with, right. As neighbors is struggling. Like I don't, no, that's why I asked you the other night, like, what was his, what was that Friday? What was that minus four? Was it just bullshit? or was he get, did he fix something? And you said it was pretty much bullshit. So it's like, do so I really want to go to him on this course where we don't know what he's going to do? We, we really don't at 9900. Like, I think I like him better in the betting markets than I do on a DFS where he could just have a shit fucking week. I'd rather okay. just lose, lose some cash than blow up on my DFS.
1: All right. Well, I think I know what he's going to do and we'll, okay. talk about him, and we'll talk about him later. <laughs> okay. We'll, so we'll save my thoughts for later. <laughs> okay. He, ro- he rolls into the betting section. So, okay. I mean, listen, I mean, I, I so let's just go down the list. I mean, there there are great names and everything. So, and I, I on take on pretty much everybody. So with Tony, I'm a little concerned with him just coming off of Riviera and like the close call with that and he hasn't had the best history on Bermuda. I pointed this out at Kapalua, and he didn't play very well at all, but it's hard to get away from some of these ball striking numbers. And I mean, I guess if you want to poke holes in it, like, you know, the Bermuda stats haven't been that great and he's not very good on fast screens. So, I mean, there's that, I mean, Hatton. listen, that's my boy. I love Hatton. I'm going to give a caution warning sign to everybody here because okay. while, I, while a year ago, about, about a year ago today, I cashed a hat and take a 50 to one. That was superb. And I was in on him throughout all the summer, the fall. I bet on him on every single major last year. And you know <laughs> what happened? He missed the cut by a mile. And I guess I have a little bit of scar tissue with him be in these big spots because everyone has Hatton outright. And as someone who was on Hatton before it was cool to be had- be on Hatton, <laughs> be careful. I mean, he is a hothead. This is a golf course that's probably going to piss a lot of people off. And besides Bay Hill, he doesn't have the best track record at some of those other Corley golf courses. So I mean, while on paper, he is great. There is really nothing you can poke a hole in, I have some scar tissue with him that makes me a little hesitant with him. I mean, I, I'm with you on Brooks. Like, I think I actually like him a little more in the outright market than DFS, but I mean, the ball striking's been great.
0: Um, you Potting know, shaky.
1: Just, the potting's a little shaky. I mean, it's been better than you think. I mean, he's, you know, he's, g- he's at least gaining per round. I test, I test, only. That's what right, I go fine. by so, play. I, Fine. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he is playing better. It seems like he's over the injuries. I like him. I mean, Hovland and Berger, I think, are my favorite in this range. I mean, just like you talk about solid, consistent guys, Teed Green. I mean, that's both of these guys. I don't think either of them are going to find too much trouble. You know, they're both really good iron players. I mean, is a much better putter than Hovland, but I think Hovland's a better ball striker. That kind of evens it out. Um. So I like both there. Patrick Reed. So. I like him more in outrights than I do with DFS. And I'm going to be a little devil's advocate Say. with, with Patrick Reed. So let's think about what he, how he did it at Tory pines. So he kind of blasted it all over the yard. He went and found his ball, probably, you know, you know, propped up the ball a little bit in the rough, getting a little self, better lie. <laughs> then he hit it and then he went to go find it around the green, got him down for par. But if you're missing it, like he did at, at Tory, it's in the water or it's cool. in the woods. Yeah, so true. I think it's going to go either one of two ways. Either he's going to be first or second, or he's going to be like 40th or worse. So okay. I like him, So I think like for outrights, but other than that, I don't really want to deal with him anywhere else. Like matchups, top 10, like, no, We're I'd hard. rather just bet outright and hope he wins. And then DFS. Cause that can go really wrong
0: really this week. And right. stuff like that, um, and this is this is such a hard DFS week too, because it's such a limited field. Everybody, like we said, everybody above nine K, the ownerships all spread out. I mean, you have to hit. You have to hit these guys down low. You have yeah. to.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's have, like I understand the argument for Reed. That's why I bet an outright on him. But right, you have to also consider like if he misses, where is it going? Yeah. So I, I think he would stand the benefit if they really ramped up the golf course conditions. Like say they were Brooks. I think the harder it gets, I think the more I like them. But agreed. It sounds like I don't know they they might kind of pussy out on the setup. So we'll see. Um. So Webb is getting a lot of talk this week because he's king of Bermuda, right? mean yep. Bermuda play Webb. Well, the problem is is that if you look at some of like the bigger Bermuda golf courses like Bay Hill, like I mean, Quail Hollow has been good at, but he if you look at where, like he hasn't put very well at Bay Hill or quail and those run, pr- those are pretty fast Bermuda greens. Like he tends to see like really eat up the slower Bermuda greens, like why lie like mm. Sedgefield sea Island, like, like the greens that run about 11 and a half to 11 on a step meter. Like that just our average speed, like they're awesome because like, you know, he reads grain better than anybody, but when they get dialed up above like 12 and a half 13, like they're going to be this week, he hasn't been quite as good so, you know i I think I think he might be a little overrated. and you pointed out too, the ball striking just hasn't been there. It's not the same what he was last year. So I don't really like him that much this week. i I think this is not a great golf course for him. And then with Colin Morikawa, like, man, like, you know maybe my putting regression, but it's just it's too bad.
0: It's too bad. I agree. It it's it's not bouncing back yet. We need to see something under fucking four strokes lost around before. I think it's even starting to get fixed.
1: Yeah. I mean, if he was at like, I even think if like, if it was like sawgrass this week, where it's overseeded greens, oh. like it's soft, like that's where I kind of would want to go to, but like, I don't think his potting woes are going to fixed here. And I, I, I was talking to a guy in the Slack channel. Like, I, I mean, I, I think there is some merit. If you want to bet more cow outright this week, I think you can do it. But you know, I, I showed a list of what it takes to actually win events, and oh, you yeah. have to putt well, like you have to gain at least like three to four strokes putting over the course of three or, four, or over the course of basically four rounds. So, you basically have to gain about a stroke per round putting. I don't think Morikawa is capable of doing that. Uh, I mean, the lone ex- like, and, and at least like for most of those guys, they actually showed that they are capable of doing it. Now, Morakawa did do very well at Sony, but those are flat greens, those are were, those were slow greens. It's not you know, th- these are totally different greens. Uh, I mean, the only guy on that list who just came out of nowhere with a great putting week was Sergio and it's cause he was putting with his eyes closed and he hasn't done anything since. So can more just come out of nowhere? I mean, sure. But like, if you look at when he won last year, he came out of the restart and actually put very well at colonial. Those were quicker greens. And then when he won to work day, those are a little, they didn't ramp up the greens that week. they were running yeah. about 11 and a half. So those are slower greens. The greens at, the PJ Championship at TBC Hard Park, they were running a little slower too. Yeah. So I, I don't like him on quick greens. I
0: don't think he gets it fixed. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So we have the same two phase in the 9K. Other than that, I mean pick your guy up there and and plant your fat. Right? Like plant your flag, yeah. make a stand, who you like, go with him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like for me, I like the middle of this range better than the top ends. The yeah.
0: top and bottom top and bottom, I mean. Yeah. No, no, man. So, uh, well, listen. Before uh, before we jump down into uh, the eight K range, do you want to get an advantage over the sports book when it comes to betting? You need to download BetQL, the only app you need to make smart bets. BetQL has sharp data for college basketball, NBA, and the NHL. So, if you want the inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. Plus, they have a tons of sportsbook offers for your state. So, head to the App Store or Google Play Store and download BetQL. head to betql.com and enter code SGP30 for 30% off your first subscription. That's promo code SGP30 at betql.com. All right. So 8K range, homie. What we got? All right. Well, I I mean, it's, it's actually kind of short this week.
1: Yeah, no, it, it it is. I mean, usually I think there's like 12 or 13 guys. It's like, what? 10, maybe. I think so. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I'm not going to be afraid of chalk just because these are good players. And if you're just fading chalk, you're fading a good player. So, no. I mean, I, 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 think Neiman and Zalatoris are underpriced just based on how good ball strikers they are. These are new. This is a new course for everybody, so you don't have to worry about inexperience here. Uh, I just think they're really solid, consistent players. Tia De Green. That's exactly what I'm looking for this week. So I like them. Um and then moving back up to the top here. I mean, you're probably gonna throw up in your mouth, but I actually really like
0: Tommy Fleetwood this week. what what side bet do we want to make? We'll figure it out we'll put it in the Slack channel. All right, fleetwood Fleetwood sucks. Socks. Okay. All Socks. right. So he should, should be in the low seven thousand dollar range.
1: Maybe it's just because I'm looking at the Eurostats and those are in my in, in here, and you're just looking at from the American side because you're a xemophobe and you don't like Englishmen. So uh <laughs> um, I like Englishmen fine there you go. I mean, listen, like he's really good on Bermuda. He's actually been putting pretty well. He's decent on fast greens. He's a solid ball striker. He's someone who I think can keep it between, you know, like the, you know, the ham and the mustard or whatever that analogy is. So, um, so I like him here. Sung J weird. I want to like Sung J, but then I remember what he did at PJ West when he hit it in the water. And then he's like a hybrid from the bunker and hit water again. again. I question his decision making and he's not a very good scrambler. I mean, like I like him because like, like he did win a PJ national and the dude didn't used to be this bad of a scrambler. Like if you look at like his rookie year and like the first half of 2020, he was awesome around the greens. I remember he was awesome at the masters too. Like he was hitting the ball all over the place in the final round. He was getting up and down for everywhere. I mean, on paper, he's a disaster around the greens. That's not that's a big red flag. But I like him. The problem is he's very popular, so yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about him, him later. And
0: him, I, him and Nima are the chalky ones.
1: I, I, I have a bet on him creatively. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, we'll talk about later. And then like okay. I don't get the nine thousand dollar range. I'm not really in love with the middle of this range. Like I mean, Hideki is still a hard pass for me. Right. I just he just <laughs> I like Morikawa. Like he's not going to figure out to the greens this week. So that's a no for me. I mean, Max Homan. Now we got him in Bermuda, where he just you know you know Superman's going to take off the Cape this week.
0: Yeah, coming coming off of coming off a win. Blah. Yeah, It yep, just
1: yep. I mean I think he I think T DeGree he's lost about half a stroke per round his last fifty rounds at Bermuda. Like it just it doesn't he just doesn't do well here. And I think there might be a little bit of a hanger. We'll talk about him later. There might be ways to fade him. Um, I think like I mean, Cam Smith and Matt Fitzpatrick are basically the same player. Like they're both. Good, they're short little short. Well, Cam Smith isn't really exactly short. Yeah, he's but, not short. Yeah. I mean, there's scrappy ball strikers, decent putters, decent scramblers. I think of the two I like Fitzpatrick. I mean, Cam Smith hasn't had a very good track record in Bermuda either. I know he won a wildlife, but that's really it. And that's not really like a golf course like this. And like on all the on a couple of other like the bigger ballpark golf courses that I think this is akin to, he hasn't played very well. So I like Fitzpatrick better than Smith here. Um, I like Scheffler too. Uh, I mean, what concerns me is that he's not a strong putter on fast greens, that's a big problem this week. And then Adam Scott's just kind of meh,
0: you know, I don't really have a take, so <laughs> yeah. I, so, I'm I, I, I I'm off of Scott this week, no question about that. Um, so the guy who I love in this, and I already put it outright on him, is Cam Smith, and really, uh, yeah, uh, the reason. I, uh, so, so let so, so follow, follow my, follow my logic here. Right. Okay. So the dude is a good sand player, right? He was what? Three of seven out of the sand on Sunday.
1: No, I mean, like, he was great te- I think he gained 10 strokes to the green, including like four around the greens. He was great. No, but out
0: of the sand, he was trash. I, okay. Or, no, he was like he like he I'll, I'll, I know I gotta fucking pull this goddamn up. I usually, 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 No, I stop. I know he, I know
1: he didn't. Put well, and I know he didn't really scramble well either.
0: Yeah, he so. did right, and he was still there. Like he I was know. still there. I don't know, and I just and this is a this is just a gut call. Like whatever, it really is. Like I, like when I watched him on Sunday, I was like, man, if he just played half as good as he normally does, like he would he would have he would have won that. Homo wouldn't. It? You know what I mean? He was so bad out of the sand and around the green that day, and putting like it just wasn't, it wasn't there for him. And he was still right there, like he still kept himself in it. Okay, um,
1: I mean for the tournament he gained about four strokes around the greens. But you're right, around the, on, I mean on the final round it wasn't as bad as you thought. He only lost point one strokes. Okay, it wasn't bad what you thought. Uh, yeah, at least exactly. on paper. And you, I know you don't trust that His putting was bad. He lost one point three strokes putting in round four. Yeah, that's, that's a really good amount. Like I think didn't he hit it to like. 20, like 15 feet on 17. And then he left it like five feet short yeah. <laughs> on the, but that's what really did him in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like, and he, he was bad out of the bunkers. Like he wasn't putting it where he normally puts it. Um, I'm with you. No homo. I'm not with you at all with Fleetwood. Uh, M is interesting because he's so chalky. It's almost like it's not worth it to me in Well, DFS. but, but remember, in, D, in DFS though.
1: But chalk above eight K has been working. Yeah. That's true. because and this is, these are good players. Now you're just fading good players.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not playing Neiman though. He's too like I'm just not. Okay. I don't know. That's it. And what you didn't talk about your boy Scotty. This is I, did, no- t- I did mention Scotty.
1: I said <laughs> I was concerned about the fact he's not very good on fast screens. But everything else I like about him, he's a great scrambler. Yeah, and this is a um, this is
0: a no-cut event, so he can have a bad Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and oh, come I
1: know. Back and that's a dude who's gonna score. No, I know. I, I agree. I mean, like maybe maybe you just convinced me there. I just I, I see that really I see it going maybe a little poorly on the greens for him. But yeah. I mean everything else looks great. I mean, he's great around the greens, great off the tees, longer hitter. I think he has good control over his ball flight off the tee, too. So that's a plus. Good on Bermuda. So yeah, I mean, listen, there's there's a lot to like. I I, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, I was yeah, I was surprised you didn't talk more about it because I feel like for DFS maybe not, you know, maybe not a, a top five, maybe not even a top ten for the betting market, but like DFS, I feel like that's a guy who who can have a blow up fucking hole and or round even and still score enough birdies to 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 put out outpace his finishing position. Let's put it that way. As far as okay. points go. I'm I'm with you on that one. Okay. all right. So seven uh, K. Way too many to talk about them all. So. Who went first last time? Uh, I went
1: first. Cause I talked for about 15 oh. minutes. But <laughs> so we're, we're going to go with you first. We're going to
0: put the spotlight on you. All right. All right. So I'll just pick out a couple guys that I like. Got it. Yeah. So I like my boy. Usi. I mean, hard, long golf course makes me think of a major. Dude shows up like the only thing that worries me uh, like always with him is withdrawing. And, <laughs> and I don't know how good he is on Bermuda. He's been okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So I, I like, mean I mean T to Green, he's been okay. Yeah, he's um, fine. He's not long. He's not long though. And that scares
1: me a little bit. No, his ball strikes have been bad too. It's been all putting lately. Like he it was all putting a Phoenix, it was all putting a Tory. Yeah. So I mean he I mean over his last fifty rounds, he's gaining half a stroke putting, which is
0: mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. Yeah. So all right. Um, so I like him a little bit and just obviously personal bias with him. All right. Getting there. I've heard some buzz about Rose. Uh, you finished what top five in Saudi or something like that. A second. Um, I have, I have no feelings on Rose. I just don't like him. So it's hard for me to, to, <laughs> to, to make it, but I like Leishman again. Uh, I mean, good correlate, good correlation on the courses. Uh, has been playing a hell of a lot better um, at 7,400, a proven guy like that. I'll take it all day. Um, I want you to talk to me about the McIntyre guy when I'm done. Uh, Mm -hmm. cause I could definitely be talking to him at the low ownership he's at and Shane Lowry and Jason Kokrak. I like both of those guys. I like them. I like them both. And especially when like Kokrak such a natural pivot off of Palmer at whatever the fuck he's going to be 19, 20%. Uh, and he played fine last weekend and dude, he just won a tournament since the, since the fall and he's long. And if his partner can get hot, it's fine. Um, I don't remember how hard that course was that he won out in Vegas, that random Oasis Sh- shadow, uh,
1: shadow shadow. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
1: It was a, uh, it was okay. I mean, it, it had some Augusta national comps.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, so, yeah, so I like, so, so those, so those guys, I like in here. I like, I, I like Kokrak for a pivot off of Palmer. Um, I like Leishman uh, cause I think he's uh, undervalued and I guess I'll go with Louie just for old time sake guys. I'm fading both uh, and Palmer. Like, listen, we, we have to stick to it. It's been five weeks in a row. <laughs> the chalk in the seven K range blows up.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, I, I, I like Jason Day and Justin Rose up at the top there. I mean, okay. Jason. I mean, well, now we have Tiger's injury. I mean, Jason Day is a good buddy of Tiger too.
0: So oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. They yeah,
1: they're very close. I, I think when like I I think when Tiger like was really going through like the chipping yips and everything, like Jason Day was one of the only guys like there for him. So they're pretty close. But taking all that out of it, I mean, like the ball striking is really streaky. I I don't know what we're going to get T three, my Jason day, but I do know that he can get up and down for anywhere. He's a good putter. So, I mean, he's kind of like a poor man's Patrick Reed, but about $1,500 less. Uh, he has good history at a lot of the Jack courses, like done pretty well at, you know, Murfield village. Uh, you know, he did really well at Bay Hill. I mean, it's an already course, but I think it's a quarterly course quail hollow. He's done well at that's a co- close comparison to this too. So, I like him. You know, Justin Rose, I mean, he's been striking the ball really well lately. The problem is, he's been really, really dodgy on and around the greens. And it's not just like a short term thing. This is kind of a two year problem for Justin Rose now. So that's a little bit of a concern. But I mean, if I want consistent ball striking, I know he has good course history at like some of these bigger like events too. Now, I mean, that was like also like five, 10 years ago. I don't know if that's really the Justin Rose we're going to get, but. I can see it with him. Uh, I'm with the unleashment too. I mean, the ball striking has been pretty good. Um, I mean, he like he's been good on these tougher golf courses. I think, you know, for the price point, that's fine. Uh, I'm with Shane, Shane Lowry as well. I think that's a better pivot than jo- Jason Kovac. Actually, I don't like Jason Kokrak at all this week. Um, all right. I, I, I don't think he, I think he is a type that like he needs, I think a big runway to land on for some of his drives. And I, I could see it going really sideways for him too. At this course, okay. and he wrote a very hot putter last week. Did not hit the ball very well, so I don't see I don't see that carrying forward this week. He also doesn't put very well on fast greens. I think that's going to hurt him this week. Um, so there's two euros in this range who I like. Uh, let's start with Robert McIntyre, your boy. Awesome ball yeah. striker. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. tough awesome.
1: guy. Yeah. I mean, I remember when he was in 2019 Open Championship, he was. Uh, I mean, he finished fourth. But he was paired with Kyle Stanley and uh, Stanley sent a ball like into the gallery and he didn't call four and Robert McIntyre lit him up. Now this is like 21 year old Robert McIntyre <laughs> going after Wait, Kyle Stanley. What? Yeah. He was yelling at him. He's chopping. He's like, why didn't you say four? Like, look at all these people over there. So I got a lot of respect for him. Like he's an, I'm Googling old, like, that right like, now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the problem How'd is I miss that, I mean, this is two years ago. You don't remember what happened last week. So, yeah, um, cool. <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, he's not that great of a scram, like most. all of his stats are European tour like stats. So, um, I mean, first of all, it's against weaker fields. Like I, I think he won the Cyprus open, but it was against like nobody. So, I mean, he's not that great, a scrambler over there and he has zero history on any of the correlated golf courses I talked to. So he has a comp or not talked to, um, I calculated. So he's a complete unknown. <laughs> So I like, okay. him a lot. I like him a lot. I can also see it going really, really, really wrong <laughs> for you. So I, I think there's a way maybe you can get him, but like in bedding, but not DFS. Maybe you don't want to use him. And then Christian bazin who I've heard his name a little bit which so that kind of scares me. Like he's like the, like the secret that everybody thinks is a secret. And now that's out. I mean, I thought he was going to be my own secret, but he's not going to be, but <laughs> I mean, so,
0: pod, now, so now fuck that guy. Yeah, but the positives on him is he's a
1: good iron play. He's a good scrambler and he's a really good putter, too. And he's good on these fast greens. And he only has 12 rounds at like Bay Hill and PJ national, but he did pretty well with them last year. He actually, I think he was, I think he was like one off the lead at um, TBC Sawgrass before they shut it down because of COVID. So I like him, too. The problem is, I think some people are starting to flock to ownership there and that kind of scares me a little bit. So, but those are guys I like. Um, I mean, I think I wanted to like Palmer, but yeah, if everybody's the same I know, way, I can't, I just, I yeah. can't do it. I mean, there, there are ways to poke holes in him too. Like, I mean, he's not very good at fast green. He's not
0: very good on and there's water on the course.
1: He's going yeah, to, there's it. a lot of water. <laughs> Although I mean, he's been good at PJ national and there's a lot of That's water. True. There. Um. Harris English is also the other one that people like, and uh, we'll, we'll save him for later too. But uh, I mean, that's about it. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't like Wolf or Bubba. I was no. disappointed that both are in matchups paired together this week. I was I know. both. And now I'm just not going to even touch that. Cause I think both of them suck and uh, <laughs> that's it. But uh, I mean, do, do you have any thoughts about uh, Kisner and Horschel at the bottom of this range, like a couple of short knockers? Do you think it's something so to- i
0: always like kids on a payday right just because of his comments on it like whatever he said like well if you know you can't win why do you come here uh because they pay me very well to come in 20th right like fucking christ like that's a guy who is packing out hustling and when he gets cut like that's a dude who likes his money but well, this is a long course man uh, and you might be able to short knock your way around it i don't know i just feel like no I'm out on him. And then Billy Ho, I could never get a fucking read on. I always tell you to give me a read on him. I literally can never get a read on that guy. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about him, but I just can't figure him out.
1: Yeah. I mean, just looking at the stats in front of me, I mean, neither really pop off the page. Like, I, I would like Kisner if he wasn't such a bad scrambler. Like, I think that's kind of a myth about him. Like, people are like, oh, you know, tough guy can scramble from anywhere and get, you know, sink putts. And he's, he's not that good of a scrambler. <laughs> so, at least on paper. Yeah. So, right. I think I'm out on bull too. I'm out on Ortiz too. I, I, I yeah, mean, me too. He fucked me last week. Yeah. I mean, the ball striking's too loose and I know he's a good scrambler, good putter, but
0: yeah. But the party, the, the party you said last week, it had to regress and it, it did. It did. And so, yeah. So
1: I, I, I think we, and then, I mean, I, oh, I already mentioned I'm out for Matthew Wolf.
0: So. Yeah, no, no one's on both, which is crazy because, like you said, he has no idea where the ball's going, and there's just a shit ton of trouble off the tee. You
1: know? Oh my um, guys! I mean, like, I wish, like, I could still bet like a miscut prop on him just out of principle,
0: <laughs> or like a withdraw. Like, yeah, I mean, like
1: yeah. third Ooh, round, it? like he shoots like 78, 82, 79 with yeah. WD.
0: I want some. I want somebody to pull out because he was the first alternate. I want. I need somebody to. Um, I need. I need somebody to catch drama like me and fucking uh, and have to withdraw.
1: No, I, I do It's a guaranteed paycheck as if you just hit your opening tee shot. No one's
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, all right. So uh, the six K range. Obviously, we're not going to go through all these fucking guys, right? So the chalky guys we already talked about: uh, Lanto, answer uh, Munez. Listen, it's everybody who's name recognizable down here, including almost an eight percent. 6,200 EVR because he was a fucking DFS darling for however long. And he's going to show up and people are going to click him no matter how terrible he's been. If there is a water hazard, EVR will find it. That that, that is,
1: that is, I don't know what they're doing. Have have they been watching the, like what he's been doing? Like, like he he is a triple bogey machine. And this golf course has like, like 12 (laughs) holes where you can get triple bogey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what's crazy to me, the ownership that stands out to me down here with the name recognition is Woodland at 6% at this price. He has been awful too. But why has he been awful? like, I feel like, what is it? Just Literally putting? everything. Is it everything? Everything. Like over the last 15 he, he, he looked good. He looked good. For at least a round, If not two rounds. Two was it two two or three weeks ago?
1: okay. I, maybe it was two weeks ago. I mean he lost his last part performance, he lost four strokes putting over two That's, rounds. That's not great. That's Bob. not great. Over his last sixteen rounds, he's lost about 0. 0.7 strokes ball striking. That's <sighs> not great. That's not he's good. not scrambling well. like so I, I I have a spreadsheet and I color code everything. and uh, red is usually good, blue is bad, and his is all blue. <laughs> All blue in relation to everybody. So All right. All right. I do not want any part of him. I think people are flocking to him because sixty hundred dollars. His name's Gary Woodland.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I actually I figured it would be higher, right? And that's why like six percent was kind of low. I guess it's because he's you know sucked donkey dick lately. Uh, I mean, down here, I do like Munez, but, uh Like I, he seemed like he's trying to round back into fall form. That sounds like I'm talking myself I mean, into it because I am. Hit ass last week i know, I know. yeah listen, listen man listen at this point you're just grasping at straws to talk yourself into whoever you can get down here so this is this is where i need help where i've heard people's names and uh i need like rasmus hojard uh okay. and then who's the other one uh where the fuck did he go oh there's two of them uh thomas Dietrich and then i heard somebody talking about david lipsky Okay. Who's, who's did, the stone minimum at 6K?
1: David Lipski, I don't know much about. I, I can tell you a little bit about Hojgaard. I can tell you a little about Detry. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell about one other guy who I like too. Come on. I not, okay. So Hojgaard played pretty well over in the Middle East. He had two top tens. He did it all off the team with his putting, though. I mean, like, and kind of looking at his career, I mean, it's a young career, but his approach game and scrambling isn't really that good. So. I don't love that. I mean, I think he did actually play, didn't he play like Bermuda or something randomly or was that someone that might've been someone else?
0: Um, no, I actually think you're, I think you're right. I, no, he did play Bermuda. He finished yeah, 37. I, I, I was going to say, I think you're right. Cause I think I said something about his name. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I mean, like, I, I kind of looked at him too because he had those good finishes, but you know, I mean, not being able to hit your irons. Well, not being able to scramble. Well, I don't love that. I mean, as far as Thomas Dietrich, I think he's been kind of struggling a little bit too. Like let me pull him up here as a recent result. Yeah. So, so in the middle East, he went cut T nine and then T 53. So not awesome. I mean, he doesn't hit his irons very well. He scrambles pretty well though. So, I mean, he's a big Belgian guy. I'm surprised that, you know, I mean, you got, I'm surprised, you know, you should probably put an outright on him and then an outright on Peters, you know, just go full Belgian this week because they're both tall Belgian. Yo, I look, <laughs> by the way, they look exactly I'll, the same.
0: They exactly. do look the same. They do look the same. And I was thinking about dicking around with a couple double results with, uh, with Peters. And then, you know what's fun in the Puerto Rico Open? Uh, for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, we just shifted gears to the Puerto Rico Open. Uh, <laughs> so there's another shitty tournament going on at the same time this is going on. Uh, and you could bet on that too. And uh, maybe we can throw some stuff in the slack if we have time. Uh, no,
1: apparently. I, I spent way too much time breaking down this golf course. You guys are on your <laughs> own. I mean, if they don't, if they don't have shot tracker, I don't really give a shit,
0: but <laughs> Matt Wallace is in that field. Like how does that guy just run away? From Brent, Brandon grace is in that field. Right? I know I saw
1: that too, but he's in that field.
0: Yeah. I saw Grio So I was thinking about dicking around with a couple of double results with griot. Um, and Wallace, like Wallace, is a solid player. Like, what the fuck is he doing with it? You all know your boy Rob Oppenheim is going to win that. <laughs> He's not winning that. He
1: <laughs> probably is. It's that's usually the type of player who usually wins. Yeah. Who I mean, besides, yeah. I mean, Hobb and Fina are the most famous ones, but it's like Marty Trainer <laughs> <laughs> usually like wins that. Like just Marty. garbage
0: players you never hear from again. <laughs> the fact that you, right. you pull the fact that Marty Trainer won, won the damn shitty <laughs> tournament like that is ridiculous. Yeah,
1: and I think I think he missed like. 30 cuts in a row after that, but he still has his tour car. I think actually uh, his caddy actually money qualified and beat him in a tournament when one, one, one of these things.
0: So. Oh my God. That's
1: yeah. He's, crazy. he's, that that's bad. awesome. He's that bad. He is not a good player. So, all right. So as far as guys I like, I mean, I'm always a sucker for Lee Westwood. I mean, you know, me like, no, I, no. I love that dude. He's just a solid ball striker.
0: 69. Yeah, that's
1: that's kinda of a little dinky of mine. Like seeing that there, I'm like, all right, let's go, Lee. I mean, he was not very good in this most recent
0: Middle East stretch. It was a good when I bet him fucking when he was over here the last time either. He missed the fucking cut. Didn't he make the cut at Wingfoot? Or maybe it was the Masters
1: he didn't do very well. It was yeah. the Masters he didn't do well. That's Seriously. right. You're correct. All right. Yeah. All right. Um you're know, like Burn Wiesburger. I mean, he's a solid ball striker in this range, good scrambler you know, I mean like he finished T 12 at RSM after the masters. So I know he can kind of get it done over here. He played pretty well in the middle East too. Um, I mean, just if you look at some of his fantasy national stats, they're really ugly, <laughs> like as far as like the correlated history or like him on fast greens and he's not a very good putter either. So that's a problem. Um, the Euro I like though, that is under the rare is Lori cancer and he's a big Englishman. Like he hits it really far. He's a good ball striker too. I mean, not that great of a putter, but you know what? I mean, like if if I see good ball striking down here, and you can hit it a long ways, and like he gains a lot of strokes off the tee, so and I think some of it's actually it's a good combination of length and accuracy. Accuracy. So, I mean, he's completely unproven. But <laughs> how did he get into the field then? he's in, I think he's in the top twenty in the race to Dubai right now. <laughs> so that, that's how they guys I mean, that's why you see like like JC Richie is like this Australian, like tour player guy. He's in the field. Like, like, like there's all these different order of merits from all the different golf federations that they have getting in. So, I mean, the bottom half of this feels complete trash. So I, it's no wonder people are, you know, 20% going to Lanto Griffin, just cause you know, they know the name, but I think of the like popular PGA tour guys. I like Kevin Na the best, and I mean he's been hitting the ball pretty well. He's a good scrambler.
0: And he's so I short, though. I,
1: it doesn't matter. I mean, he was yeah. short, and he did to okay at Riviera last week. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I I know like he's a good iron player. He can scramble. He can put Yeah, that's and, good, and, that's and that's good a, enough
0: that, for me. Yeah, that's a guy who can. If his putter gets hot, he can just. Yeah, and, and he's been hitting the ball pretty well.
1: I mean he's yeah. he he's gained about like 0. 0.6 strokes with his ball striking, which is actually pretty good for Kevin now. Usually he just gets it all, you know, on the green. So you are, I, other you than want that. With, though, you want to
0: go with your boy Cam Champ? <laughs> <laughs> it it is a disgrace, by the way. The Cam
1: champs in this field and Jordan Speed doesn't. How the yeah. hell did that happen?
0: Yeah, or Cebu Kim.
1: I know. I mean, it's that's stupid. Like if you made the tour championship last year, you get into this WGC. That's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like even like Sebastian Munoz, he shouldn't be here. No, nah, he definitely shouldn't.
0: I no, he should. So, uh, I, just, I, I, know, I figured, figured I'd tweak you a little bit.
1: <laughs> no, I, uh, hard pass. I mean, he can play. Black- <laughs> You know what? He can blast it all over the yard. You know, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe he'll set the record for highest uh, score
0: on a hole. You know, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. All right. So before we get to the uh, the big shot, uh, the one and done, uh, I gotta let you know. Uh, listen, better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what Dgens only care about sports betting. The best part is, is you'll be able to get free video picks from the HGPN crew. Make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page, com slash BTV, so you don't miss any of our videos. And if you're subscribed, you'll get a notification every time a new video is posted. So go to com slash BTV to subscribe to our Better Than Vegas page today. That's com slash BTV. There we go. All right. Um, I don't know. I, I hit the mute button. Uh, okay. um, the uh, all right. So give us your give us your big short. All
1: right. Well, I purposely skipped over him uh, yeah.
0: earlier in the 7, yeah, You got you gotta you gotta stop telegraphing that. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. So it's 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 Chalky seven K guys, and I'm not gonna go Palmer because I like the ball striking. I think even though he's pulling like eighteen percent. Ownership—it's hard for me to get away with that, but I'm going with the other chalky option because I've heard he's been the first name out of like all the show's mouths. He's got popular ownership too, and I don't like the direction of his game. It's Harris English, and the only reason why I think he's popular is because it's Bermuda, and they're like, "Oh, Harris English, Bermuda," but I like kind of like a Webb Simpson. Like the Bermuda golf courses he does well at are the short knocker ones, so you know, Sea Island, Sedgefield, Li all those types of places at the bigger ones like the big boy golf courses he hasn't been very good like and his ball strength has been bad like he was really bad at Tory Pines he was really bad at Phoenix too that was re- that's alarming and i mean maybe like he finally won like did he kind of like take the you know foot off the pedal a little bit you know now that he you knows he's got tour status he want a lot of money now he's got like job security I don't know. So I, I think he's going to be a big bus this week. He's chalky in this range. Is he gonna fi- I think he's going to fit. I think he's going to finish outside the top 30 and be pretty, you know, not helpful to lineups. Right. So, there he I goes. like it. <laughs> I like it. And you hate All that right. guy. So you yeah. love that. he's a big
0: short. I do. I really do. Which means he's fucking going too well. All right. So for one and done, I'm going to let you start because I am, the fucking worst at one. and done. You are, you are bad. You are, I am. You,
1: you, right. you went
0: right back to, uh, being terrible. right back to it, right back to it. Who did I want to pick other than Rory? I forget me too, but it would have been better.
1: <laughs> I think, I think you only had one. I think you went right to Rory. Actually.
0: Did I go right to Rory? A, did. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Right, so I got, I already have somebody for you that I know you're not going to play. And this is for the Mayo one, which is already fucking lit up money. So whatever. Um, so uh, it's just going to be a, a spike campaign for me on that. And then R one and done will be different, but I'll let you go ahead and work it through.
1: Okay. I mean, this was, I mean, again, you gotta want, you gotta burn a big name here. There's a lot of money on the line. A big favorite is probably going to win. Got to go big or go home. So I mean, looking at the spectrum here, I, and I ended up falling in love with Patrick Cantley this week and uh-huh. it's hard for me to find a flaw in this guy. Just like, I mean, I I love where the ball striking's at. I love that Jack Nicholas, you know, doing well in his golf courses angle. He's really improved as a scrambler. He's a really good putter too. I mean, I I think I I think more wins are in his future this year. I like, and I, I think I think it starts this week. So Cantley is my one and done pick. And that was actually like, looking over it, it kind of was easier than I thought coming to
0: it. So, okay. that's, that's my guy. Okay. I'm going with Xander. Smart pick. Because <laughs> uh, if my curse works, great. I get to uh, I get to waggle it in front of your face and tell you he sucks. And if it works, yeah. then whatever.
1: Yeah, as, as you take a zero. So, there you go. <laughs> Although, you know what? It's,
0: you know what? You're I can't take a zero this week. Yeah. I can't take a zero. There you go. <laughs> you will and advance I think- a little bit. Exactly. And hey, look, and while I shit on him, I mean, fuck, what was it—the first time he finished outside of like the top five or top ten and like I don't know, however many events. Like, yeah, his...
1: he was invisible last week. He finished like T fifteen.
0: Yeah, but it's the same thing with Ram. Like, he was out of contention. You look at the leaderboard, you're like, holy shit, my best still alive. Where the fuck did he come from? You know what I mean? It's the same shit.
1: So, I mean, Xander didn't play very well last week, and he still had to eat that out. I think he bounced it back. So, all
0: right, cool. I like it. I like it. I like yours as well. The uh, I already burnt can't wait in our one and done or did you take you took dj last week right? i took dj and I'm a little disappointed but you know what mm-hmm. whatever didn't hurt me yeah, yeah.
1: i i, mean, th- I, th- I, I mean, thought about
0: taking dj but the thing with him is, is is like once he realizes that he's not gonna win he's like that fuck it <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like that's the risk with a guy like that I like know. That oh just- shit that was
1: disappointing. I was hoping for at least a top five and it looked like he was going to at least finish like
0: inside of there. And yeah, but his stupid brother kept telling him the wrong way to putt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I don't have any first round leaders yet. I just, I'll don't. be honest. I'm
1: not even going to touch it.
0: Yeah. I, this, I think this, I'm going to pass the, the, the odds golf, are so short. Like you golf course with big strong field Good, good luck, boys. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I think I, I'm out too. And the odds are the odds are stupid short. Like it's not even the fun of it. You know what I mean? Like for me to get the odds, I'd like to gamble on anyway. I got to take fucking Andy Sullivan at plus nine thousand. Fuck out of here. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's not happening. All right. so, so sorry, so, sorry, Moonoff. We're, sorry, we're gonna have,
1: enough Yeah, we're having enough
0: you, su- so. you, you can supply the Slack channel with your pigs. <laughs>
1: I'm, <laughs> not, not I'm not even going to bother.
0: It's fine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean I'm still probably sprinkle. All right. So then where do you want to start with the betting card then? Let's do um let's do the one you're talking about that you're trying to keep a secret that you said I might like. Okay. All right. So I've been getting into these nationality props lately. Yeah, I like those. And uh
1: there's one I really like. And I and I may mention earlier that I, I like I, I wanna like him, but I just he's such a knucklehead <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't want to get to the But you talk about him? Yeah, so you okay. get top Asian. For Sung J M at minus 110. And it's basically a head to head then between him and Hideki, because there's another guy in there who is going to finish probably dead last. So, and I have okay. ze- I have zero faith in Hideki this yeah. week. I don't think he'd like, I think these greens are gonna befuddle him. <laughs> and the ball striking just isn't as good as what it used to be. So I'm just gonna take Sung J Low Asian minus one ten, and that's where my money on Sung will be this week.
0: Dude, I love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. I'm going to go bet that right now. All right. <laughs> the, the, so uh,
1: there, there's right. another. There's another one too. Um, <coughs> the problem is, like, in order to like make money, you're going to have to bet a lot on it. So there's low it? South African, oh. and it's going to come down to Louie or Bazainehut. Like, I mean, I think EDR what's is the
0: juice. P- what's the juice? So on, it's like on it's Louis. like plus
1: it's like plus one fifty on Louis plus two twenty five on the Bazainehut. Plus one so, fifty.
0: I thought you were yeah. about to give me a fucking number with a minus in front of it. No, I love that, I love that one too. So you can. It's probably one of those guys are going to
1: make are going to be the low South African because the other guys just there are a trash. Like you have the guys from the South from the Sunshine Tour, yet Evr, who I do not like at all for this golf course. No. Bunch of our guys who just aren't going to do well. It's probably going to be those two as low South African. You're not going to make a whole lot of money, but if you bet both, you'll make a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I like. Yeah, but for bets like that, like I bet
0: bets like that, like I bet football. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know yeah, what I mean, I mean so, like
1: pro- probably like between the two, it's probably like minus. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if you put it in odds calculator, it's plus. It's plus
0: money because if you're doing well, you're you're, doing, bas-
1: you're basically parlaying both. Right. Man.
0: Yeah, it's still so. plus money because you got plus one fifty on one side, minus one ten on the other side. It's plus money. So
1: I, I, I like that one too, but you'll probably have to bet both those guys. And then, I mean, if you are ends up winning it, then you're really fucked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. There'll be a way to hedge at some point as that train disaster is fucking derailing. Probably. If that's happening probably <laughs> like, live top 10 or something. Yeah, think. exactly. Yeah, um, all right. So I guess let's go to matchups and we'll go uh, top 10, top five, top twenties. is Marcus this week, boys, the prices that they have Fuck that! It's not worth it. Find it in matchups. Find it somewhere else. Okay. At least that's my opinion. <laughs>
1: All right. I mean, I got a couple of top tens and top twenties, but we'll talk about them later. So, um, sure. so the first one I'm gonna start with, uh, you know, Jano Berger minus one fifteen over Webb. I already said I really like burger this week. I like him coming off the break. I think he's a good fit for this golf course, and I, I have some hesitancies about Webb. Uh, I think the Rita angle with him is a little overrated, uh, just because, you know, I mean, I just I, I look at this T to green. And I don't see Webb. You know at least how he's striking the ball. And I've seen enough putting woes on some of these faster Bermuda greens. Think as we pause. So I like him there. Um, You get Will Zalatoris minus one twenty-five or Max Homa. Um, yeah, I think
0: Zalatoris is. You killed me, straight. bro. What do you mean? That- <laughs> I got to cross. I got cross two off already. <laughs> all right. Well, then no, you're fine. Well, just keep going. Yeah. It's all great.
1: right. So Zalatoris minus one. So I like Zalatoris this week. I only like Max Homa. I'm gonna go with that. And then I say that he wasn't my big short because I think a lot of guys are out on him. But um I am really out on Bryson this week. And, and there are and listen, like can he carry over a lot of the trouble if he's hitting it well? Yeah, sure. But his misses are really big. And that means he's gonna make big numbers probably multiple times this tournament. And what have we known about Bryson? When you get him around these tricky like with these golf courses with really tricky areas around the greens, he just wilts. So I don't like him at all this week. I don't under, understand like anybody who would want to go on him. So there's a lot of you know matchups on him like I think Tony Fino is matched up on him. You can get Brooks kept at like plus one thirty five over Bryson. Ooh. The one I like though is you get Hoblin minus one ten over Bryson. That's the one I'm I'm on.
0: Man, and how weird does it feel to pay juice for Hoblin over? Here's Bryson, the, here's
1: though. the thing on this book. Bryson's actually the favorite at minus one twenty. This is the, this is one where like both sides is minus one fifteen. Ah, okay, that's fine. So minus it's minus one ten over Hoblin. It's technically it's the underdog.
0: Yeah. And what do we say, class? Juice only matters if you lose, right? Right. I mean,
1: I I, I really like Holman this week. I love his consistent ball striking. I think Bryce is going to hit it all over the fucking planet. And while on some holes, like we saw at Augusta National, like on hole number ten, he bombed it on the fairway, hit three feet, They ended up missing the birdie putt. And then the very next, and the very next hole on eleven, he put it in the woods. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's going to happen to him a lot this week. And right. in order for Bryson, I think to win, he needs to drive the ball perfect, and I don't think right now he can do that.
0: All right. I like it. I do like that. That's, uh, that's ballsy. Um, so right, I'm on the first two that you're already on. I got Lowry over Sergio plus one, twenty five. What books you find that on? Well, um, you know, t- tell me offline. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, I got Rose over Fleetwood plus one fifteen. That's not a good, all right. Listen, okay. bro, I'm telling you right now, Fleetwood is trash. Uh, fuck your Eurostats. Like like what did he do this last what, what was it what's his best placement in the last four European finishes? You keep talking, I'll find out. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then I also just going with our narrative as far as like the 7k chalk blows and you gotta avoid it all costs, I went Leishman over Palmer at plus one fifteen. I try to get a little juicier bets. Uh, this week to throw on the pod. Um, and try to stick with the plus money stuff.
1: Okay. All right. So you want B- Fleetwood's best finish over how long?
0: I don't know. Fucking last four events. I don't give a shit.
1: Last four events. He finished T7 in Abu Dhabi.
0: Okay. All, All right.
1: Best. He also yeah. finished T2 at the Scottish when he lists like a two fitter to extend the playoff. <laughs> <laughs> <I
0: don't laughs> Not know. great. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I still don't care. I, it was something about America. He comes over here, he gets scared. Uh, cause he's English and he's afraid of us. And, uh, yeah, that's it. America. So you so you taking our Englishman over him. Good job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, wait, oh, no, last... I take over him. Oh, I took, I just take Rose over him. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, I was like, wait, wait, no. I was like, no, Larry's not English. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So do you got any top tens, top fives you like?
1: I do. Actually, I, I, I think the top tens are some good ones. I like, I think um, top, tens are okay. top top 20s. That one's not as great, but I got a couple. Mm-hmm. So Victor Hollen, top ten plus two twenty five. I don't think this is going to be the one he wins, but I just I listen. He he proved me wrong last week. He, he went for a really hard golf course and he showed up, and that gives me a lot of faith in that you can go to Kiowa and you know chip around those greens, and I think
0: you can do it around here too. You do we tell them to bet that yet? What's that? Did we tell them to bet that yet? Tell who? Oh, um, listen, every, everybody. <laughs> No.
1: no, that was <laughs> our little secret. So sorry. Uh, we're both on Victor Hoblin to win uh, so, <laughs> the go. If you uh, if go find that, if you go find like 41 on him, go bet it, which uh, <laughs> we'll explain why when we go do the PJ Championship. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, Got the number now.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm high on Walkie Neiman. So I know he's chalky for DFS, but you can get him plus 325 for a top 10. I'm not concerned with the weekend, how that went for him. I still think, I just think that was kind of a blip. I mean, just he got, you know, I think the wind got the best of him that, you know, over the weekend. Yep. I think he'll bounce back a little bit. I like him here. And then again, you're gonna hate me. Tommy Fleet with top (laughs) ten plus three fifty.
0: I mean, he's just lighting your money on fire. Lighting your
1: money on fire. (laughs) But I I think he's gonna have I think he's gonna have a good finish this week. I like I like what I saw in the Middle East from him. I like the fall Euro tour stats. I think the narrative that he just comes to America and is scared is bullshit. And I think he's going to finish like T
0: six and shove in your face this week. Absolutely not fucking happening. All right, <laughs> Not fucking happening. Fucking he'll play well on Thursday. He'll, he might even play well on Friday and then he's going to run diarrhea down his leg on fucking Saturday and then just pay mediocre on Sunday. And that's the best case scenario. Okay. All right, so you don't have any top tens? Oh, I do. No, no, I like no, I like the top tens. So I got I got Hatton. It's cheap, whatever, plus fucking 190 is where I can find it. Uh, I'm also on Holland. Uh I got plus two twenty, not plus two twenty five. Uh I got, yeah, whatever. Same difference, exactly. Uh I got Cam Smith at plus three fifty. Once again, I told you I'm name with this guy. This is hundred percent gut call, man. This is it. I mean it hundred percent gut call. Like what I saw out of him on the weekend. I think he could play better on Sunday. Uh and then uh, I like my long shot with a uh, Leashman at plus six hundred. For top ten, that's not bad. I like. Yeah, I like I, I, the number. The number enticed me. Um, you got any top fives? I only got two. No, no, <laughs> okay. I'm not top fives. So I did Rom at plus two hundred, uh, and then I did your boy Havlin at uh, plus four hundred. Hmm. So you doubled up on Havlin. hmm Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'll, yeah. No. Listen, I'm, I'm with you, man. I love Havlin this week. Um. I okay. just don't know if you get. I just no. Know I th- I think that's interesting. You went top five and top ten. Yeah. Yes, whatever man fucking all right okay uh, <laughs>
1: the... i i did, uh, i honestly, i don't love doing top fives i mean like that that can get dead heated really easily i'd rather just do top 10 because you might end up up
0: i don't think i don't think the i don't think the place i'm using now i don't know about the new place but the, the place where i still got some cash in there because i was paying the dick to take money out. uh the, um, i didn't get dead heated on the rom so oh there you go right, i I, I, got, I got dead heated on uh
1: Kind of a Euro that wasn't great, but some people didn't. So
0: yeah, uh, so
1: Thank so I mean fucking Christ. Yeah, so <laughs> top twenties don't look great. There are no. a couple guys plus odds I like. So Scotty Sheffler top twenty plus one like well, twenty. I like. That's too bad. Bad. Will Will Zalasaurus plus one fifty, top twenty. Like him too. And then I mean I just had to because I I ride hard for this guy. Robert McIntyre, top twenty plus two sixty.
0: All right, I'm gonna write that one down. Okay. The
1: problem is, I love doing top twenties are like five, one, four to one. Oh, absolutely. Those, That's
0: what. Yeah, those, those are, are the like fun the
1: ones. Bottom of the barrel guys, this week. Yeah. and I want nothing to do with them.
0: No, not so, this game. on this course that we have no idea. I was gonna play. Is either gonna play minus twelve or twenty five under? Who right. the fuck does? Because
1: it's WGC. It's four rounds. The cream is gonna rise to the top. Yeah. I don't have any faith in those guys. No. Like not even being in the top 20, but not even being positioned. Like we're just dead heat into oblivion. So
0: (laughs) right. All right. So listen, before we give uh, the outrights and uh, sign off, I got to do the last bit of housekeeping. man. Listen, better edge is a stock exchange for sports bets. It allows you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG. And since you're buying positions uh, from other sports betters, there's no house and you can play for money in up to 40 States. All right, it's sports betting without the big, and you can literally cannot beat it. So, sign up at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. I'm starting to work them in a little earlier towards the end. This is like just dumping them at the end. I'm sure that makes them happier. Yeah, <laughs> the, um... yeah
1: I mean, listen, like they come for the outright bets, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's
1: the last. That's it, man. Great. All right. So that's prime ad placement right
0: there. That's right. That's absolutely correct. All right. So, um, so do you real quick, uh, off on a little side note? Do you, when you listen to like other, like golf podcasts, do you listen at like one and a half speed, two speed? What do you at? Regular, speed. regular I'm a pod- speed. I'm a podcast junkie. I just have it on when I work and. Yeah. But so when I'm working, speed. like, I can't actually like. Retain the ton of information Because like I'm working Right So It's mostly in The drive time for me And so I listen to it At one and a half And I was thinking about it today Like How fast Must I sound At one and a half
1: Hmm. I mean honestly If I want to mess with the speeds I usually do it at half speed Just so everybody Oh my
0: God That's That's actually kind of entertaining for about two minutes And they're like (laughs) (laughs) Back to normal I listen to like Story podcasts Like Or like An interview I want to hear At like one. But if it's like the, uh, the other golf gambling podcast type stuff, like it's one and a half, like, all right, who are you guys talking about? What's your reasoning for it? That's why you're dumb. Cool. Move on. Right. So, so uh, all right. Sorry for that tangent. Um, all right. So i right, man. How many you got down? I
1: have five and that's it. All right. What you got? So I already said Patrick Cantlay is my one and done. I have an outright on him. I got him at twenty to one. He's been bet down to eighteen. Some some shops in the sixteen.
0: Yeah, I I still, still see him like, eighteen.
1: I, I still like him. Yeah. That's my bet. I like him. Um, I think Xander's gonna get it done this week too. I, I I think he's so due. Like if you look at like some of the data golf like stats, on I know you hate the stats on this, but like they do they calculate something called expected wins. Over the last two years, he's expected to have like three wins. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And at some point, just the way he's playing, like, I mean, kind of like a female last week, like he's put himself in a position. That's it's going to happen. I think is going to put himself in a position this week at the golf course. That I like him real a lot at, I think he can get it done and it's 16 to one. It's not crazy. Like we've seen him at like 12 to one, like 14 to one, like this is a little higher than what he had been. So, yeah. okay. So, and then I mean, I saw Brooks at 28 to one I'm on him just cause yeah. um, I mentioned that I don't like Patrick Reed for DFS. For the reasons I said, I like him for an outright, I got him at 30 to one. Just yeah. listen, it's a hard golf course. I, if you want to make the case that like Patrick Reed can't play well with a bunch of water and penal areas, well, he wanted Doral and <laughs> for real that there, there's water so, every everywhere. five feet. Yeah. yeah. So that was also seven years ago, but listen, I mean, I, I at least can point to something yeah, just find yeah. my mind, you
0: grab on what you need to make that narrative work, homie. That's what I do.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, I mean, I, I kind of regret putting this, you know, cause now that tiger got injured. I don't know how this is great, but I put a little bit on Jason day at 55 to one. I mean, just the fact that like the ball training has been so up and down, but if I can get an up week for Jason day, at a Nicholas course where he's had a good track record before, the scrambling and putting is so good. And like, and maybe I got caught up with like when I put up the stab of like what you actually need to get done in order to win. Yeah. Like I, I was debating between Jason Day and Justin Rose for like that kind of longer shot. I mean, because I mean realistically, someone probably under thirty to one is going to win. Yeah. No. The the top edge is probably fifty five to one, and I've already said like it's got to be kind of like a decorated player. So I am going with Jason day on it just because I think he can actually do the putting in order to get it done. Justin yeah. Rose. I know that the the faith that he can do it there. So uh, day I threw a little bit of long shot
0: on, but that's it. Yeah, um, man. I like I mean, that narrative. I like that narrative on day. I just don't trust him. I I a hundred percent follow your line of thinking and I definitely get it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's, it's,
1: it's not right. Yeah. It doesn't play. So. It doesn't play. Yeah,
0: so. exactly. Uh, so uh, we are on. Well, let's see. Uh, so I threw JT at 18 to one, just because, just because of the number, I mean, fuck, when the hell is the next time we're going to see that? Right. So throw it on it. Uh, and I got Brooks at 28 to one Hatton 20 to one. Um, I said I had burger at 31 last night, but I actually had Brooks at 28 to one. So I had to, I don't know. I had to rebet that during the show, uh, burger. I got Reed, uh, same thing. 30 to one. I actually bet him after the tiger news, um, <laughs> Which is God, that big, that would that's be the bad ultimate karma. Suck. <laughs> yeah. That
1: Tiger his career's over, and then the most hated <laughs> golfer ends of
0: winning. Like, like golf media is going to be like that. Listen, man. Sometimes you just want to kick back and watch the world burn, bro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, uh, and then uh, I I put an out right on Cam Smith, though. He's my long shot. And uh, all right, you, hey, man. You, can, you can throw that out on probably Friday. <laughs> Uh, see, the lack of faith you have. I mean, he's a fucking good golfer, man.
1: I, I know Cam Smith. I know when to get on him. I was on him last week. I know when to get off. Nah, I think he nah. I
0: get off this week. All right, so, all right. listen, well, I guess we'll find out. I, I so I tempted to sprinkle a little bit on hovland. Because I already have them top five, top 10. I probably won't. I think you already got enough. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think yeah. I got enough. And did Bryson's number drop? Bryson's at 20 where I'm looking at. It. Did he start at 18 or 16? He started 18 is at 20. Wow. Well, that? Cool. No. Okay, I don't know. I know. Listen, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, i it just, it just caught my eye. I was like, wait a second. I don't think that's right. Um, but all right, man. So uh, anything else you want to hit on before we bounce? I think we covered everybody. I mean, literally everybody. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure we fucking did. Uh, So listen, uh, for myself, Boston Capper, you can follow me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. Uh, You come to the Slack channel. um, That's at the bottom of all of Steve's articles, and I'm sure it's in our podcast link and Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, so uh, come to the Slack channel Come get some knowledge This is where we typically pivot over the weekend And uh, we, make, uh, we make some hay over the weekend uh, And we can pivot off uh, some of the stuff we talk about today uh, Once we get more knowledge in front of us Especially, especially on a course like this where We have no idea what the fuck is going to happen But that's why it's gambling, baby So for Boston Capper And the God of God himself Steve Sherman Let's break them fucking books, baby Let's go